513 rapper come on with another broadcast and I want to talk what I saw this morning regarding uh, Nick Cannon and he was fired from Viacom due to anti-semitic comments he made on his rock podcast and he had a interview with Professor Griff. Professor Griff, if anybody don't know, was one of the founding members of the rap group Public Enemy, which consists of Chuck D, Flavor Flav, the S1W, Terminator X. Coming out of 86, I believe Professor Griff left in 89, which he said within the interview, they was only going to be in the um, music industry with their group for two years just to shake up the the industry, to get awareness, black awareness, and then they were out. But as we know, Public Enemy kept the group together. And he gave a very interesting definition of what hip-hop was all about. Hip-hop, which meant the higher infinite power of hearing and healing of our people. What hip hop and their music was all about. So I watched the inter- I I saw the interview because I subscribed to Nick Cannon's channel, and I didn't think nothing of it. But for him, they to come back and dominate society to come back and fire him, dealing with an interview. So I went back and rewatched it and I wrote down some notes that I thought was interesting in the interview. So I want to talk about that today. Okay, they said that um, Nick Cannon was anti-Semitic and the definition of anti-Semitic, which black people really cannot be. Because the definition is hostile or prejudice toward Jews. Okay. Black people are Jews. We are the original Jews. That is a truth and that is a fact. You can look at any documents, any doctrine, and know that. So I don't know how in the world he could be anti-Semitic. Then in the interview, um, he talked about the six people that own all of the media and music industry, which is like a monopoly over media and, and, and music. Media and music is information. Media and music is powerful. It's influential. And we'll... Six people are 
powerful people. These people are people that want to be invisible. But they want to be the shock collars of what's being put out, <coughs> what's being put out, told about, you know, all over the world. Once you look at media and um, music, these are the, the people that's putting things out to influence you as mind control. Propaganda, the propaganda machine, as uh, Professor Griff said. And you can promote a certain agenda with media and music. So know that. And with that being a monopoly, is that like Big Brother? Or maybe it is to rewrite history? Rewrite history for them. Then they came out and said that they, um, that Nick Cannon was to apologize. Apologize for what? For speaking truth? He, he told the truth. They want to rewrite history books. But how can you apologize about something that's facts and that's the truth? Professor Griff said um, that we, they have a problem. They want us to be neutralized to the truth. Nick Cannon went on to say how they neutralized Minister Louis Farrakhan and bar him, blackball him for Facebook and everything with the truth. The true children of Israel out of Abraham. Chris said, it is a problem. It's their problem. Because the conscious black man has came back for their birthright. The real Hebrew and Jew. If you conscious, you got to know you got a birthright. They don't want, they want us to be silent. And then the flip side of that is who are they? But what I feel that Nick Cannon got in real trouble when he named, you know, the bloodlines, the 13 families and the Rothschilds. He named them in the interview. That's where I feel he went. He got into trouble with this interview. He named. But actually, his real mission that I feel he was trying to promote on the interview is to awake the Negro, to be aware who you are, and to know the black man, who the black man really is. Another point of the interview, Professor Griff said, Weston Muhammad, he said the nigga got to die. The nigga got to die. We are not niggas. So I'm saying? And he said that we are gods. Gods to us as being a people.
Griff went back to the scholars. The scholars that we do not uphold. John Henry Clark, Ben Banaka, and Frances Cress Welsey with her book, The ISIS Paper, with genetic annihilation. Those scholars, black people need to get those books or pull up anything that you can on those three scholars. John Henrik Clark, Ben Banaka. They, they were people that went back into Africa to, to dig up our history, black history and where we came from. Francis Cress Wilson was a black scholar, a psychologist. Did many documentaries about genetic annihilation, the melanin in our skin. Then the next question I saw that um, Nick Cannon asked was how did they, so-called Jewish people, get the power, the so-called Jews. So Professor Griff comes back and say, you know, if they took the essence of life from you, the one thing that wakes you up in the morning, the one thing that keeps you going, so what was it? Which I would say, they took the black family from us. We was taken, enslaved, scattered across, took our family, broke our family up, and they took our religion. So those things are powerful within the black community. The black community does need to keep the family together. The black community does need to go to religion, to a most higher power. It is a higher power, and we do know that. He says something as, as sort of as, if you look into Christianity, you have to be born again. You know, that ain't really our religion, or it shouldn't be, but born again. Why we have to be born again, what was wrong with us the first time? See what I'm saying? Then the next part of the interview that I, um, Notice that he said it was psychological warfare and an agenda on our people. And he said that Sister Soldier, which she said many years ago, we are at war for the heart and mind of our people. The heart and the mindset of our people. The still right to get up out of this oppression. You know what I mean? And then Nick Cannon said something about, um, what's his name, Hoover, was over the FBI, that the most dangerous thing was the uni unification of the black, of the Negro, to unify from all four corners of the earth. Remember the Atlantic trade, uh, slave trade, they split us up to all four corners of the earth. Stripped you of your language. You don't know what tribe you is. And right now, as I see it, it doesn't matter what tribe 
we from. At this point, we got one unifying aspect, and that is melanin and black. That should be all it is and cold. That should be what we should be on. So then he went into um, going back into the music industry and uh, how the cats saying little Wayne and little Zane and little. But when we first came out, it was Biggie, Big Daddy Kane, Big, Big, Big. And then we don't went into wearing the dress and, you know, Frances Cress Wilson. She talks about that in the ISIS paper. As they put on the dress, the pants get lower and lower. That's an agenda. That's to demasculate the warrior class of our society. And Nick Cannon said, I didn't know I was a kid and I wore a dress on Nickelodeon, but I didn't know the imagery that I was promoting back then. But now he does. He said, I would never put on a dress again. He talked about Dave Chappelle and how they had a dress or something in his trailer for him to put on for a skit. He ain't putting that on. And we should not. As black men, you should not be wearing no dress. They had slaves in dresses back in slavery plantation days. We should be over that. And, and, and um, we should be conscious of that part. It is an agenda. Through the entertainment industry that the Jews own and the media to demasculate the black man. Simple as that. Everything is targeted towards us. The fake Jews. Then Professor Black Griff said, um, they take the lowest of our culture and give it the most, the ultimate exposure. The lowest aspects of our culture, they give it the most exposure. Why you think it's that? All of the ratchet stuff. All of the twerking. All of that. You know, that's not keeping the black family together. So, what I'm saying, the Jews controlling all of this industry, use your head and be conscious. Because in secret, for real, they worship us in secret. And I do um, advise anybody to pull up Nick Cannon's class. He has a whole bunch of interviews I subscribe to his broadcast. But this broadcast was something they had to use against the man to fire him because the truth the truth was told and they don't want us woke they want to rewrite history they want to put their face on our history so I went through some of them talking points that I saw in the interview and I didn't see that he lied he said anything that was not true in the interview, and I'm standing on it.
I mean, if you want to control and mind control a certain group of people or an annihilate a group of people, they want us sleep. They don't want us woke. So, that's what I got out the interview. I just wanted to share some talking points that was in there. The man told the truth. And if the truth, you got to go with that, he going to be fine. Because most of the uh, industry, they done took his ideas and capitalized off his stuff. He got more ideas. Nick Cannon going to be fine. All right. Shalom. Um, I am working on the uh, reparation broadcast. I'm still doing some research. It's taking a little longer than I thought. But I'm ending this broadcast. Shalom. Family. 513 Rapper, I'm out.